Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, inviting you to try their pick'em game. Pick between two to five players and just select whether to go higher or lower on a given stat. Go to underdogfantasy.com or the Underdog Fantasy app. Sign up with promo code 1010XL. That's Underdog Fantasy. Use code 1010XL. Game day is underway. This is the famous automotive tire and quick lube kickoff show presented by Clearwater Irrigation and Gatorade Fast Twitch. Here are your hosts, E.T., Taylor Dahl, and Tom McManus. All right, Jacksonville, here it is. The division's on the line. We got to go into Tennessee and take it. After today, leave no doubts that we are the AFC South champions. And let's... All right, guys, it is a win and you're in kind of situation here, a familiar situation as we sat in last year pretty much, you win, you're in. We're switching it up a little bit this week. I'm Taylor Dahl, we're at Tom McManus, E.T., yeah. Casey Dobson, Morning. obviously controlling everything a little bit, but big game, <laughs> big Massive. game this week, Tommy Mac. Yep. And so let's just go right into it. Steelers win yesterday, so yeah. that means Jags have to win to be into the playoffs. Yep. Um, and we've been talking about that possible situation all week long. And But pretty much I think most people have been on the train of win anyways. Don't worry about – don't even yeah. think about that possible loss Let's to the Titans. not. I mean, what a uh, colossal disappointment that would be going from 8-3, and three, aiming for first, you know, seed in the AFC to – Nah, we don't even want to think about no. that. That would just be, I don't even want to get on the radio next week if that, well, I, I'll still do it. I'll be ticked off as all get out. But listen, it, it's also a great uh, lesson in life too, right? You dig yourself in a hole, mm-hmm. you're the only one that's going to get yourself out of the hole. So get going today and dig yourself out of the hole that you created. That four-game losing streak, man, just think about it. They yeah. just won one of them. And they could have. You wouldn't even have to they think could, about you it. You wouldn't right even now. be in yeah. this situation, but you put yourself in this situation. Now you got to get yourself out of it. I think they'll do it today, but man, this is high stakes football this afternoon. All of that foolishness, man. I wish Tommy Mack could get in that locker room and speak that passion to him. We need this. Now, listen, I understand that we're, quote unquote, a better team. But no those matter. Titans over there, they're they're going to try to knock us out. They have they're play they got something to play for. Yeah. A, it's a big rivalry. Mm-hmm. B, they want to knock us out. We got to go up there and handle business, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. And, Tommy, from your experience, how much does that add to a team? Yes, the the Titans aren't a very good football team in general, and they yep. also have a ton of injuries. I think like twenty guys on IR right now. The yep. list we got on the injury report, which we'll get to a little bit later, also has a long list of guys on it. The Jags yep. finally are starting to get healthy, and they had yeah. a string. Of a lot of injuries, and so now it feels like it's kind of tides are turning a little bit. But yeah, the Titans want a little bit of revenge. The Jags knocked them out last year because yep. they lost six straight at the end. Jags won six straight, and so yep. it was kind of reverse. How much does that add to a locker room just to possibly yeah. knock your opponent, your division rival, out? Yeah, of well, that's it. Uh, the rivalry's yeah. been so long. We know all know the rivalry, and yeah, they would like nothing more than to beat us today. And by the way, C is we don't know what players are. Fighting for incentives, you know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah, that's, that's another, another one, one yeah. too. You see it every week. That's like a good one. I think the, the the tight end last night just missed it by a reception. Yeah. Will they give it to him anyway? I don't know. It'll be interesting to hear that. I think it was yeah. who, who was I forget Schultz. It was uh, Dalton, uh, Schultz. Dalton Schultz, mm-hmm. right? So you just never know. But aside from that, of course, I mean, look, when you're on a 
a losing team like they are. We were four and twelve our first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won our last game. It was at home against Cleveland um, on Christmas Eve day. But what happens to a team when you're when you've had a season like that? You're going to come out like jacked up because it's the last game. Yeah. You want to fight. You want to get after it. But if the dagger gets put in you early, yeah. you start looking at the clock. Yeah. I mean, you just do. It's How like, much longer uh, do we have to do Yeah, this? here we go again. You know, I'm sick of this crap. Yeah. I can't wait for the season to be over so I can start afresh, heal up, work on my crap. You know what I mean? That yeah. kind of thing. But uh, they'll come out all get up. They're going to – this is going to be fun. It should be – I hope this. I hope it's a chippy game. Yeah. I love chippy games. Yeah. We like I that. love what Cam like did last That's what I was week. About to say. Yeah, yeah. Do some Cam of that. Cam just adds man. that. Cam yeah. just adds that. And we have this little the Arden Key sound that came out this week yeah. too. Arden Key taking little jabs at Jacksonville too. He could pass, possibly set his career high sack. So that's something for him. Sure. And you don't like all these guys, yes, maybe the Titans aren't technically playing for anything personal when it comes to a team as a whole, but these guys are playing for sometimes incentives or their sack records or all of these other situations. Yep. And we're seeing that with Arden Key, who also kind of feels betrayed by a former team. And it also – Even yeah. though I he don't – No, not, I know. I, I, I he know. just feels He like saved that. the world, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, he he, <laughs> he got keys to the city. Yeah. But also, right. we got to keep in mind, too, with uh, Derrick Henry. This is yeah. potentially his last game oh, good in ball. Nashville in yep. a Titans jersey. I Man, he's going to get the ball about 30 times. He's probably going to throw the ball twice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just look for any, any and everything because also you got to understand too, those guys want to want him to go out strong. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. so it's that's his birthday to look, too, isn't it? Uh, is earlier it? this week. Earlier, this, earlier week. this week it is. Yeah, birthday so. game. And look, you know he doesn't know his future, so yeah. he's going to come playing. He wants to, you know, look. He's had great success against us. <laughs> I yeah, I mean yeah. ridiculous Stat games. Their highlight reel for the uh, it will be us <laughs> or his highlight reel will be <laughs> against just, us. So half jacks. <laughs> that's a key though, right? I mean you. Just shut him down. Yeah. Shut Derrick Henry down early if you can. I mean, it's easier said than done. Big backs like that, you got to get them before they get their shoulders square and they get momentum. Because yeah. when they get going, especially that dude, yeah. he'll run your ass Gang over. Tackle and that be boy. Yeah. Gang tackle that boy. Gang tackle that. But, I yeah. mean, gotta get we haven't done it in his whole career. So, hopefully, we'll, we'll, we'll get it today. Yeah. But. And I think that, Tommy, you mentioned it a little bit. But it, it's so important for the Jags not only to get into the playoffs, but I think to also prove kind of what they did last year, too, that when you are down – they can fight through all of that. They can be sure. better than all of that. You yep. also, we watched a game last night. The Texans now also heading into the playoffs uh, because they beat uh, the Colts. CJ Stroud looks really good. Oh, yeah. And so good. when you are He's looking into the future now of yep. what this the AFC South is going to be, it could be a really competitive division for a while when yep. we're looking at these two teams. So the Jacks have to look at that, too. Yeah. And Tennessee's got it down here. They'll be back yeah. eventually. I might not, it might take a year or so or whatnot, but they'll be back. It should be, a, look. Uh, the AFC South was more competitive than we all thought Definitely. it was going to be. Hats off to D'Amico Ryans mm-hmm. yeah. and what he's done as a first-year head coach. I mean, hey, look, they got it going on. Good for them. It'll be a good rivalry. C.J. Stroud's a, a good player. He's shown it as a rookie, but, hey, we got ours too, right? I mean, yeah. we got our guy. We're, they're going to have their guy, and we just got to do a better job of setting our guy up a little bit more. You know, like, look, we finally get a healthy offensive line. Yeah. Say what you want about Ford or whatever. He's our center today. He yeah. is what he is. I hope Ezra's our left guard, mm-hmm. you know, with Cam and then, and then Harrison. Which he's good had news, a, both them, Ezra and Walker Little, healthy. Yeah. So Cam's back. Like, with that combination of all of these guys, that's definitely beneficial heading into the playoffs. No doubt. I mean, healthy teams are the ones that are, the, you know, the strongest sometimes. So I want to see Ezra and Cam do some work together. I don't think they've had that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if they have, it's only been for like a series, maybe. Yeah. 
You know so, what I mean? So let's see that get after that. They and were I, ask, they were asking me who would I who did I prefer to win in the the Houston and the Colts game, and I was yeah. like, man. Honestly, I want to see the Colts win because I don't want I don't need CJ having that hype in his head, man. <laughs> his good. first year as a rookie, man. That that boy looked good. Man. Yeah. Woo! Well, the good thing about the playoffs, Taylor, is you get in anything. Can it's end. a difference. Definitely. Anything. Yeah, different can, game. You, you you hit you hit reset. Now, yeah. granted, other teams are gonna they may be better than you on paper, but yeah. at the end of the day, all you gotta do is beat them that one time. Yeah. You know. And that's what we we talk a lot about teams being hot as they're heading into the mm-hmm. playoffs too. So this is just that little momentum you pick up a couple wins in a row heading into the playoffs against a, the Titans again, who you love to beat. Yep. It's just that that little extra incentive. Now, Tommy, when we're talking about because we're hearing good news, it looks like Trevor should be good. It's yeah. kind of more of a pain tolerance thing. They yep. do say they're not uh, they're not worried about re-injuring, which is good, good because a, good a lot sign. of people yep. uh, obviously that's one of the things you don't want to happen Especially heading the into the playoffs. Yes. Yep. And so he looks like he's good to go. Zay looks like he should be good to go. Um, Christian Kirk, they said they're not so sure. So we'll keep an eye on that yep. throughout the day. But we, you mentioned the four-game losing streak. And there was a lot of bad things that were happening on both sides of the ball during that four-game losing streak. It yep. looked like last week they were finally were able to get some things back the way they needed to do. They were able to run the ball like we've all been kind of shouting for a while. The defense looked like they were back on track. How confident are you in that performance last week that that could carry on to a game in this week? Yeah, it definitely has value, but you got to keep it in perspective. I've been mm-hmm. saying that all week because Carolina is not a very good team. Yeah. You know, they're just not. Their offensive line isn't very good. Our D- hey, look, what we did to them is what you're supposed to do yep. to yeah. a team yep. like that. You dominate yeah. them, so that's great. But you got to. I keep it in perspective, right? I'll tell you this. Look, I expect them to come out and win this game, mm-hmm. but let's be honest. This team has been really inconsistent. All year long. Yeah. They've been great at times. They've been good at times. And they've been really bad at times. And bad, I mean, not talent, but execution or yeah. lack thereof. A lot of mistakes. A lot con- of mental. Yes. It's not a, not not acceptable whatsoever. But it's been an inconsistent year overall. Yeah, because even when we go back and when they were still winning football games, there were moments where on Helmets and Heels I was mentioning, I'm like, I just am not seeing a complete product yet. And I wasn't yeah. quite sure why that wasn't happening. Yeah. And then you had all these injuries hit. And then Trevor is battling injuries up and down every week and four or five different injuries this week. And yep. you just feel like you still haven't seen that complete package of what people expected them to be preseason. Yep. And to me, this is the perfect time to start doing that. If, oh. if you want to start making people believe in you, then do it heading into the playoffs. Absolutely. This is like, like Tommy, Matt, you can speak on this. This is like a playoff game. Oh, the, the intensity that the guys should be playing with is a, it's a playoff game. And with the opportunity to host a playoff game home next week, yep. go in there, handle business. With that in type of intensity, it'll get you ready for next week in front of the yeah. home crowd. Come on, Duval County, stand up. Yeah, well, look, if you lose, you're out. So yeah. that's like the playoffs, yeah. just like the playoffs. So you're right. Win and you advance and, and you get in. I tell you this, uh, you got to run the football and stop yeah. the run in the playoffs. And people are like, no, it's a passing. And I get that. But guess what? When there's four minutes to go and they've got a lead by two yeah. or four, and you can't stop them at nope. all, you can't stop their run, guess what? You're going to lose that football game. And vice versa, to run out the clock, to you know, to make sure you uh, you uh, secure that victory, you're going to have to pound the ball. They had some success last week. Again, besides Brown, you know, he's a stud defense tackle for Carolina. Yeah. I, don't, I don't, you know. Not much else. Right. I mean, look, they're still NFL players. They're still yeah. good players, but they haven't played very well as a, uh, as a unit. But look, Titans defensively, 
should still be uh, against the pass. We'll have some opportunities. Yeah. Against the run, they've been pretty good uh, throughout the year. They don't have their stud defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank goodness for I that. Know. Justin yeah. Simmons is, helps us a little bit. You know, he's one of the best at that position. So. Well, and that's what even in a passing league, I think it still does ultimately start in the trenches because oh, no. we've how much how many times this year have we talked about because if Trevor had a game that you felt like he wasn't being fully Trevor, we're like, man, he just didn't have time to throw the ball or he got sacked multiple times, or he's being pressured. And then on the opposite end, if they're not getting to the quarterback and creating this pass rush, which we're seeing career years for both Josh Allen and yeah. Trayvon Walker right now. Yep. And it's really fun to watch. It's really fun to watch. I was really hard on Trayvon Walker for a long time, yeah. and it's really fun to start to see this kind of shift a little bit. And a game like this could be huge. I saw your tweet about some predictions on yeah. both of them getting some sacks yeah. today. Three so, and two, baby. Let's go. I want someone on the interior, though, other than uh, Roy Robertson-Harris. I mean, Drew, zero from Foley. All year long. Yeah. Hamilton had injuries, but zero. Gots is zero. Like, yeah. hey, fellas, so earn some it's money, really, baby. It's really just them two. It's Damn really right. Josh Let's Allen go. and Trevon Walker. Yeah. And okay. it, it's a good game to do it, too, because I mentioned all of the injuries. Like The Titans line <coughs> is not very good, and they're banged up. So, perfect chance. To and start. they've given up, like, 62 sacks. That's insane. I mean, insane. you should be haunting today. <laughs> yeah. Man, we just don't like them. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, take care of it early, man. Just, Knock them out with that. Knockout punch. Yeah, and so when you're talking about a game like this, Tommy Mack, defensively, offensively, who do you think needs to shine a little bit more in a game like today? I want to – you know what? I, I think Devin Lloyd's had an okay year. But he was doing really good early on. Yeah. I don't know what's happened, but he's still making plays. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I want to see him blitz a little bit more. I want to see uh, Foyer uh, blitz a little bit more. Those A-gap blitzes have been – uh, very uh, successful, the nickel, the safety. So I'm going to – you know what? I'm going to go with Mike Caldwell. Okay. You know, I want yeah, like to call like on that. Mike Caldwell because I, I love the way when he calls an aggressive defense, I love that, especially when they execute it. Now, look, when you blitz, you got to get home. Yeah. And blitzing late, by the way, I've seen that too much this year. You're like, dude, like, you got to take <laughs> off earlier. Yeah. <laughs> The ball snapped, and you you haven't even it's engaged with the blocker yet. You're like three <laughs> yards away. Like, what are you doing? Like, get your butt up there and let's go. But I, what, I what would cause that? That's just slow just get off. Bad timing. Yeah. yeah, you know. And look, you know, uh, you don't want to show it. Yeah. Right. But yeah. and 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 sometimes the play doesn't allow you to get there, right? Mm-hmm. Because they get it out quick. I want to go back to uh, Trevor real quick. In the uh, last year, they when they were struggling, what they do? First read, quick throws. Uh-huh. Well, then what happened? San Diego, L.A. Chart. What did they do the first half? They sat on those routes. Yep. So Four then picks. we had to we had to yep. counterpunch that, and we did mm-hmm. this year without help. When you have a porous offensive line, yeah, you got to get the ball out quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to be in shotgun, and you got to get the ball out quick. And one, two, three, out. Yeah, you know what I mean. But teams are figuring that out as well. So it'll be interesting how they call the game today yeah. with Trevor at them. I want to see him take off and run more. E. Yeah. I call it Trevor Ball. You know, Trevor. look, get down. Don't take unnecessary hits. Yeah. But those kind don't of plays. And, Hold on to the ball. <laughs> yeah, don't so, don't have money on the game and, you know, throw him the ball, Trev. To follow up on what Tommy Mack said on uh, Mike Caldwell, I'm calling on uh, Doug Peterson. There you okay, go. Okay, Doug. Like, have this team ready mentally. I want to see this team, like, like you said, the play calling, uh, the execution. I want to see if Doug Peterson is going to have this team ready because, you know, all throughout the season, I dug this, I dug that. Coach Doug, we go have this team ready. So that's what I'm going to call them. Yeah, I, I like that too, E, because, you know, one thing that uh, 
the whole the, the year like the psyche's been weird. Yeah. yeah. Like when I hear the coach say in week three they're believing their press clippings. Well, <laughs> it is your job to make sure they don't. Yeah. I mean that you got to get up there and be like, listen, we haven't done nothing yet. Yeah. Quit acting like you've done something. You know, you got to. Yeah. You know, keep it in perspective so your guys are ready to play. I agree with you, Taylor. We have not seen a complete game yet. Mm-hmm. We haven't. Where they're At they're rocking on all cylinders, and especially to, to have any confidence going in. I feel like the Jags need to have a game where you do feel like they played complete football, yes. all all yes. cylinders, yes. all four quarters. Momentum is huge going into the playoffs. Yep. All right, we're we're going to be joined by Frank Frangi live on the All Pro Roofing Hotline. Up next, I'm Taylor Dahl. We have Tom McManus, ET, and Casey Dobson on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Starting your game day, the famous automotive tire and quick lube kickoff show, presented by Clearwater Irrigation and Gatorade Fast Twitch on 1010XL. Let's ring up another guest on the All Pro Roofing phone line. Welcome back in. If you are just joining us, Taylor Dahl here, joined by. Tom McManus and E.T., of course, Casey Dobson at the reins, and we are joined by Frank Frangi, live from enemy territory right now. Frank, how you doing? I'm doing well. Good morning, Taylor and Tommy and E.T. Great to be on with you guys. You guys sound great, by the way. I'm enjoying it. And it's uh, right now it's 34 degrees here. The Ooh. real field is 23. Oh. Okay. Right. And I'm not a tough – Tommy <laughs> used to run – Taylor, Tommy used to go out there with those no sleeves on. That's right. Play middle linebacker. And he, he, <laughs> I'm, he's from Chicago. He's – I'm not that guy, Tommy, okay? I'm cold. <laughs> you got to so, get the so Vaseline on the arms, Frank. Yeah. That's all you got to do. That's what I need. Yeah, man. I need That's to call it. the game today with Vaseline on my arm. <laughs> That's it. That's I, I, that'll work. Well, Frank, aside from the weather, what is the feel up there? Steelers win yesterday, so it is. You have to win. Jaguars have to win this week to go into the playoffs. What's the feel? I'm A lot of Jags fans, I'm seeing it all over Twitter, so uh, do they seem confident? I think they do, Taylor, and you're right. And I'll give Doug Peterson credit. He has called this winning in from the get-go. He was asked during the week, what about other scenarios? He goes, we're not worried about other scenarios. We're worried about winning the game and getting in. And now that's what it's going to be. Uh, Duval's all over the place here. Duval's here. They sold out all those Southwest flights, and then they just got in their cars and trucks and drove up here. So everywhere on Broadway, Duval's here. Look, the Jags have the better team. Uh, you guys have been talking about it at the top of the program. The Jags have the better team. And usually when you have the better team, you win the game. Now, look, it's nerve-wracking. It's, mm-hmm. it's one mess up and then you lose, and you lose and you're out. And that's why this one's, this one's a very nerve-wracking moment for all of Jag Nation, Taylor, for, for all of us, for the players, for the fans, because you know you got the better team, but you don't want to mess it up. But I like where they are. I think Doug's done a good job of building that culture. He keeps the thing the thing. I think they're going to play well today. I really do. Hey, Frank, thanks for joining us, man. Um, no one – what Derrick Henry has done to us in the past and knowing what he could potentially do to us today with this being his last game, potentially in a, a Titans uniform, what do you expect to see at old King Henry? No, that's a great question, E.T., because that's, that's the storyline here. We have the storyline of the playoffs in Jacksonville. The storyline here is Derrick Henry. This will be, get this, the first time he's ever started 17 games in a season because they've always held him out. They had the number one seed at one point. He's had a little injuries here or there. He's going to start every game. Even behind that awful offensive line, E.T., he's rushed for 1,000 yards. That's really saying something this year because the line's not been very good and there's not been much of a threat of a downfield passing game. Oh, they're going to pound it with him, to your question. That, that's their only chance. Tannehill's going to play. He's more of a game manager. He's not a big-arm guy, but he knows how to play. He's a veteran. Frankly, I wish they were playing Levis. I'd rather play the rookie, but he's down, so they're going to play Tannehill. He knows how to play, but I think you're going to see a lot of 22. And, E.T., I think it's going to be emotional here. You know, I think they know it might be his last game here, to your point. 
Uh, they'll, I don't know what kind of a crowd they'll have here, but the crowd's here to watch Derek maybe play for the last time. He's been one of the best Titans of all time. He's up there with Steve McNair and a few others, one of the best Titans of all time. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be emotional. They're going to give him the ball a lot. But I think the Jags will win that battle because of the, the line just isn't very good. And I think the Jags know what's at stake. So look for 22 a whole bunch. But I don't think he's going to have a big game against the Jags. Yeah, if we don't stop him, Frank, it's going to be a tough game. I mean, that's the key, right? At least on the on their offense, our defense. you got to stop. Derrick Henry, I don't care how many times they give him the ball, just keep him at a low per carry average, and you'll, you'll win this football game. Tommy, I think this too. I think first down is really important here yeah. because if you win first down on second and eight, Derrick's out of the game. And on third and nine, he's out of the game. And Ty J. Spears, the rookie, is the third down back. He's caught 49 balls, but you'd way rather see him in the game. So I think my guess is the Titans are going to do some funky stuff on first down. They're going to probably some play action on first down. They're going to try and stay ahead of the sticks. The last thing, to your point, Tom, the last thing you want is the Titans with a bunch of third and ones and third and twos and second and fours. That's what you don't want to hear. That's, that's when the Titans and Derrick Henry are at their best. So win first down, but I agree with you. If Derrick Henry doesn't beat you and you don't beat yourselves, it's going to be hard for the Titans to beat Jack. Now, Frank, we are hearing that Trevor should be good to go. It seems like it's a pain tolerance thing, not, going, not worrying about uh, a re-injury or anything like that. How confident are you in Trevor going, number one, but also being able to play the way we need Trevor to play today? Yeah, good question, Taylor. Two or three things to that. Number one, I think he's going to try. I think they want, and I've seen it on Twitter, and I think that's accurate. I think they're going to watch him throw today. They're going to watch him throw a warm-up. They're not going to decide anything or announce anything until they feel confident. Mm -hmm. But you know Trevor. Trevor's a tough guy. He's going to try and play. Trevor's got a linebacker's mentality, man. He wants to play. So I think he's going to be out there. I think he's going to try and play. So I don't know, and we won't know until he warms up, but my opinion is he'll probably play today. And, that, and that's a guess. I want to be clear. There's no inside information that I know he's playing because nobody knows until he warms up. But I think he's going to play. The second part of your question is, is dead on. I think they'll protect him a little bit, Taylor. I don't think he's going to be sitting in the pocket firing 40 and 50-yard passes downfield the whole game unless he has to. I think you're going to see him running a little bit. I, I would look back at last week's game plan when they stayed with the run and stayed with the run. And I think that's going to be the plan. I wouldn't be surprised to see a, little, a few quarterback runs. That's something you couldn't do with Beathard. Be safe. Get on the ground when you run it. But I think you'll see some of that. Tommy, I think you talked about quarterback runs earlier. I think you're going to see some of that today. Uh, maybe some RPO. I think you're going to see him carry the ball a little. But I think the game plan, Taylor, will be more like last week okay. where they run the ball. You're going to see a lot of ETN. You're going to see some Tank Bigsby early. You're going to see all three running backs. I think that'll be the game plan. But I think my guess would be uh, that uh, Trevor's going to try and play. All right, Frankie. I don't want the low-hanging fruit with this one. Who right. needs to come and set the tone for our Jacksonville Jaguars? Like, who needs to set that tone to be like, all right, these boys ready to go? Those those two pass rushers, bro. Uh, you guys were talking about it earlier. I think Tannehill, Tannehill, Tannehill came out in the media last week and said he's not sure these guys can protect him. He certainly talked about the fact that the line's not very good. Uh, Josh Allen and Trayvon are coming into their own ET. So I guess, well, I guess I did give you the low hanging fruit. No, answer. that's that, that, that could be the right answer though. <laughs> but, but 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 I think it's got to be those two guys. Uh-huh. I, I just I just do, man. I think uh, listen, they're coming. Uh, Josh Allen's having the big year. Trayvon's quietly having a good year. The offensive line isn't very good. I think you hit him early. I think you, they're going to try and hit him early. I, I think I think sacks early in the game, uh, pressures early in the game affect this game. And I th- and I think those two pass rushers they're playing great by the way I mean they they they're, they're I mean twenty five sacks Tommy you were talking about it yeah twenty five sacks a bunch of sacks oh man. yeah 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 and Huge. so so they so I I think they've got to control the game listen 
my opinion, and I'll say this, and then I'll be way wrong, and they'll lose big or whatever. But I, it's hard. It'd be hard for the Titans to beat the Jags today. Yeah. The Jags has a better team. They're motivated. I, I don't see a lot of things the Titans can do. They're just okay on defense. Jeffrey Simmons is down for the year, as you guys know. I, I don't see a lot of unless the Jags mess this up. I, I think the Jags are going to beat the Titans today. I really do. Frank, I loved having Cam back. When I was talking earlier, I want to see a little chippy uh, game from those guys up front. Is it Ezra and Cam on my left side today? How you? What are you hearing going into the game? That's what it's going to be. It's Good. going to be. It's Good. going to be Cam and Ezra. Walker Little will be the swing tackle. Tyler Shatley, they'll both be up. Tyler Shatley will be the guard. But I think you're going to see uh, Cam and Ezra start on that left side. By the way, Tom, I, mean, I know you know this. You're right about the edge unit. They, they that's what they need a chip on their shoulder, yep. and Cam lives with that dang chip on yeah. his shoulder. You know, so they need that guy. Ezra Cleveland is so athletic. I can tell you this: yep. he's even better than they thought they, he was going to be when they got him from Minnesota. They love him. They love his athleticism. The way Doug likes to play, they like to play horizontal. They like to run a lot of screens, wide receiver screens. Well, your guards have to run. You know, mm-hmm. you, if you if you do that, your guards and he can really run. He changes them because he's so athletic at that guard spot. So yeah, I, my guess is you'll see Cam Robinson and Ezra Cleveland on the left side. Walker Little will be the swing tackle, and, he, and he's healthy. He's ready to go. But he'll be the swing tackle. Tyler Shatley will be the other backup in the middle. We are joined by Frank Frangie live on the All Pro Roofing Hotline. Frank, just going off of that a little bit more because a stat that I read that was really interesting: the Jags are seven and one when Cam Robinson has played, and two and six when he hasn't. Now, obviously, there's other factors in that um, when you look game to game, but I do think that is a that's something that gl- that's glaring. And I've mentioned it a lot on Helmets and Heels how Cam not only is a great player on the offensive line, but just adds that little extra umph that you want to see your players have, how impactful is it when he is playing when he is playing in front of Trevor? Taylor, I think the number tells you. I think you're dead on. I think that number tells the story. When you've won seven of the eight games that guys played in, that's not an accident. That's not you can you can you can talk around numbers sometimes, but numbers are what they are. They're better when he's out there. Tommy made the point. He's chippy. Mm-hmm. He's and what happens and Tom, you can speak to this way better than I can. But but an edgy player gives other guys a little bit of an edge, right, right Tom? I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, when when one guy's edgy and one guy's chippy a little bit, and he takes up for his guys, well, then everybody else does. And I mean, he was he was he was taken up for Brenton Strange last week, mm-hmm. yeah. and next thing, next thing you know, they were all in. The, so one guy can kind of breathe, I think, breathe that into the other guys, and they just haven't had that. So no, Taylor, I think I think having Cam Robinson's a big, big, big lift for this. I like the guy too. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. his toughness, and he's a good player. On, on top of being Having the right attitude, he's a good. Play. He's a veteran guy on a on a on a line that's mostly young. Other than obviously, other than the sheriff, it's a mostly young line. He's a veteran guy. Remember, he was a left tackle at seventeen. Mm-hmm. The last time they was good, so uh, I think they need him, and I'm glad he's back. Now, Frank, what does it? What would it mean to you? What would it mean to the city of Jacksonville for our Jacksonville Jaguars to go up there and win and capture the AFC South Division title two years in a row? Think about this, ET. The only other time it's happened was in the '90s. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, think, think, think about this. The only other time this franchise has gone back to back in a division. They've been around 29 years. The only other time it's happened was in the late '90s, 97, 98. I think Tommy, right? That's two, two years. Yep. That's, the, yep. that's the only the only other time it's happened, ET. So I think it means everything, man. I think this fan, and I think we're seeing that. Because of all ET, all the fans that are here. I mean, I'm telling you, man. What did you turn that game on today? You're going to see Teal all over that damn TV. Yes, sir. And I think, and I think that shows how much it matters to these people. Look, we have one team, man. We don't have hockey, baseball, basketball. We got one thing, one team. We got them. Jaguars. This, this is it, man. This is it. 
and to win this division and to and to and to, to plant the flag too. Because if you win the division a second year in a row, yep. you've now planted the flag. Mm-hmm. You're the you're the mm-hmm. team to beat. I don't care how good CJ Stroud is, and I don't care this and that. You've planted the flag if you win in a second year in a row, and that's what this means, and that's why how this matters, and that's why all those Jag fans are here, and that's all all those brigade people are here and yelling and. And that's what I mean so much to this team. And I'm telling you, man, I'm, jack- I'm you're getting me jacked up. You get, you're getting, you're getting me turned up over here, Frank. This, this thing matters, man. I'm, I can't wait to I can't wait to get going. I really can't. Hey, Frank, who's going to be the uh, top target today on our offense? Who's going to? Is it going to be Ingram, Zay coming back, Ridley? Who do you think's going to uh, uh, be the leader at the end of the day? The offense goes through Evan Ingram, and the in the offense, and, and really the offense goes through Kirk and Ingram. It's, yep. it's built to go through Kirk and Ingram. Even with Ridley coming in, even with Zay having a little bit of a burst, and I think he's finally healthy, the offense has always gone through Kirk and Ingram. What a year. Evan Ingram not getting picked for the Pro Bowl Man, is snug. a bunch of crap. Yeah, by the way. I mean, it, I mean, it, I mean he's, he's had 104 catches. The eight, only eight tight ends in history have had 100 In history, have had 100 catches yep. in a season, and he's got that. So I think Evan Ingram is the guy to watch today. Tom, I think it'll be like last week's game, where they run it, they run it on third and six. They throw a they throw a nine yard pass to Evan in the middle of the field. He catches it, turns up field, and gets those nine yards. I think it's that kind of a game today. I think that's how they plan on playing. I would look for him. Keep an eye on the Kirk thing, by the way. So Christian Kirk back. He's he's eligible to play, but they don't know if he's going to be. They, they haven't announced. So he could be down. He could be up. I know earlier in the week they thought he might be trending to play. But again, it's a man. He had a big injury. The only reason he possibly can play. Is because he rehabbed that thing like a son of a gun, man. He he his rehab, he aggressively took that thing on the minute the surgery happened, right after he got hurt. And remember, they were eight and three, and driving for an opening score against Cincinnati when Christian Kirk got hurt. Not having him has changed their team. Mm-hmm. So it would be great if he's back. I don't think they they don't know for sure if he'll play. They probably won't know till till they get to the to the ballpark today. Be my guess. But uh, if not, I think Tom, I think it's Evan Ingram. That's who it always goes to. Well, Frank, that's something we will definitely be keeping an eye on because, like you mentioned, uh, the game definitely feels a little bit different when Christian Kirk's out there. But thanks for uh, hopping on with us. Bundle up, and I guess uh, Tommy said get the Vaseline, I think is what it was. (laughs) (laughs) Vaseline. Lube it up, Frank. Lube it up. Get the (laughs) arms ready, baby. I'm telling you, you've got me ready. I'm I'm looking for it right now. So you guys sound great. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Frank. Thanks. All right, so a big one. Everyone keeps saying it, how monumental it is, but Doug has reiterated it, you know, from the start. You just win. You think about winning a game. I just, you know, look, I I got them winning. I got them winning big, actually. I think Mm -hmm. they're going to find a way to really put up some points and hold them. But, you know, look, again, it was never talent for me. It was just the execution. So, I'm, I'm, look, last week was great. They did what they had to do, but there's a, bit of me that's I want to see it again yeah. like I'm not just there's no benefit of the doubt here like you got to go out there and show that you're not going to make the mistakes you got to go out there and and just get that you know that that rhythm together get that yep. confidence get that momentum I want to see it mm-hmm. because I'll tell you this if they could do this today I know the Titans aren't a very good team and the record's not very good but everything that goes into this rivalry in this game and everything with everything on the line if they go up there and take care of business I like to see it decisively, but even if it's not, they come away with a victory. Now you come home, and now you got the playoffs, and now anything can happen, yep. and that's how you should feel. So go out there and earn it, because yes. you're not going to get in anyway. So it's, <laughs> yeah, just go out there go. and earn the victory and come home with that championship. And I, let's let's keep something in mind too: the boys ain't going to lay down. 
They're not going to lay down early, at least. Right. No, so no. we need to go in there and punch them in the mouth because right. they probably think that they can win. They're like, oh, this is Jacksonville. Yeah. You, you know what? You say punch them in the mouth. An old karate coach used to tell me you got to hit them twice. <laughs> Always <laughs> throw with two. Don't just rely on one. Yeah. Give okay. them a one-two, and one, then you two. got it going. All right, so we got the one-two. We have uh, Mia joining us next. She's going to share a little bit more on the injury report. And we also have Cam Robinson interview coming up. That's on the other side on 1010XL 92.5 FM. All right, we are back. If you are just joining us, Taylor Dahl here, joined by Tom McManus, E.T., and Casey Dobson. We are we have a little remix of the Sunday kickoff show today because Mia and Hayes are both up in Nashville, and now we are joined by Mia. Mia, how you doing up there? Doing fantastic. A dreary day up here in Tennessee, but uh, hopefully the Jags can bring a little bit of uh, sunshine. I know there's plenty of Jaguar fans, boots on the ground here in Nashville, so... Uh, the vibes here are good, despite what I woke up and saw on Twitter from basically every other market in the National Football <laughs> League about the with regards to the Jaguars. Are you guys chugging the brackish vodka yet? Uh, we are not. I am <laughs> chugging water and attempting to figure out exactly how to work the coffee machine here in my hotel room. Don't don't ask what's in this bottle of water. This bottle of water right now. <laughs> Over here, yeah, we uh, ET slurring his may or may not bit. have the vodka. Right, man. <laughs> it's up for grabs. Man, oh man! Well, he, I, I listen. He wasn't out on uh, Broadway last night, so uh, I guess I got a head start. So that's why I've reverted to truly water in the water bottle. There you go. Well, Mia, we've heard some good things when it comes to Trevor Lawrence, but let's get a little bit over a little bit more on that injury report. The personal injury attorneys of Farah and Farah present this injury update. Farah and Farah. Jacksonville. Exclusive injury law firm of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, so the shortest injury report we've seen for the Jaguars in Lord knows how long. Just three players with official game status designations heading into this one. Of course, those three players are extremely critical. And, of course, the quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, followed by his arguably number one, number two, number three, depending who you are, wide receivers, and Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. Um, reports are surfacing that, and this isn't probably a shock to anyone, despite being activated off the reserve injured list yesterday, Christian Kirk, obviously, is perhaps the biggest gamble of the three, if he will, if he will not go, because clearly having groin slash core muscle surgery less than a month ago, I mean, the, the odds that he would actually play, if you speak to any orthopedic surgeon, no one would have expected this a month ago. Christian didn't expect it a month ago. And so he will truly be a game-time decision. Doug Peterson said Trevor Lawrence will also be a game-time decision. They'll work him out pregame. It's about pain tolerance in that throwing shoulder. Again, he did not throw between December 24th and last Wednesday. Was the this past Wednesday, I should say, was the first time that he had actually thrown since that injury against Tampa Bay. And finally, Zay Jones with the hamstring slash knee injury did see him with the brace walking around the facility this week. But by all accounts, and according to Doug Peterson, he is expected to go. Ezra Cleveland, Walker Little, full go, did not have an injury designation and practiced in full throughout the week. And so it'll also be curious to see which lineup the offensive line rolls with, given that Tyler Shatley stepped in at that left guard position last week. I personally would anticipate Ezra Cleveland, but we will see who the Jaguars roll with. And this has been the Fair and Farrah injury update. I think it's uh, the perfect time, Mia, for everyone to obviously start getting healthy. And we've talked a lot about 
the offensive line and how many different uh, formations we've seen in that because of injuries. So this is probably one of the better things that we're looking at heading into this game is how healthy they are. Yes, absolutely. Um, especially going up against the strength of this Titans team outside of Derrick Henry, which is their defensive front. Even without Je- Jeffrey Simmons, Nico Autry, and Harold Landry are the only duo in the National Football League that both have double-digit sacks. Um, yes, I know Trayvon and Josh have more than them. Um, but they both have double digits on their own accord. And so given the fact that Tennessee has you know, played from behind in almost all their games, it's incredible that those two guys are still able to wreak havoc in backfields. And so it'll be critical for the Jaguars' offensive line to be at full strength to, uh, to stop that pass rush of the Titans. I agree. Well, thank you, Mia, for joining us. I know uh, weather is not great up there. Frank was already telling us how cold and shivery he was. So uh, stay warm, and hopefully we're talking about a victory. Hey, Mia, what about Absolutely. a score prediction? Huh? Oh, was- score prediction. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to say the same thing I said last week. I'm not going to give you a score prediction. I'm just going to give you a bold prediction, which is if you can't beat this team in the Tennessee <laughs> Titans, just like the Carolina Panthers, you don't deserve to be playing into deep January. And so I believe the Jaguars will get it done. And in turn, I believe that if they can get this one, they will win next week. And I think there's a chance they head to the AFC championship game, but they have to get this one. Obviously that, that goes without saying, but I think that this one may be the most difficult of the next three. Oh, that's a, that is a bold take. Um, I, listen, I, I come with the bull takes at uh, 745 in the morning <laughs> Central Time. All right, Mia. Well, thank you. Um, enjoy your time up there, and we will chat with you later. Thanks, guys. Take care. All right, Mia. I think that is a, an important thing to look at. If they yeah. can't win this, you probably don't want to see them in the playoffs either yeah. way if they can't beat the Titans. Right, you won't, right? right? Yeah. So that's the You don't reality. have to worry about it either look, way. Look, and I don't want to get ahead, but, man, I, you know, everyone's thinking the Browns. Look what we did against uh, – the Browns are playing some good football, man. They got they a are. really bad to the bone defense. I'm not Very saying good. we can't beat them, but there's no like, well, look what we did five, six. That doesn't uh, yeah. you throw that out in my book when yeah. you get to the playoffs. I mean, again, anything can happen. So yeah, and Flacco honestly has just been one of those guys to do enough and not make a ton of mistakes to win football games, and that's all they have to do with the defense. They right keep now. them clean, Amari yep. Cooper. I mean, yep. come on, they're and they're a physical offensive line. They mm-hmm. get after it, so. But let's focus on Tennessee because yes, we got to win this one and all that stuff doesn't even matter. All right, we're going to listen to this interview. Mia talked to Cam Robinson. We've been talking about him a lot today, so let's go ahead and uh, jump over to Cam. Please be joined with Jaguars left tackle Cam Robinson. Cam, I have to tell you, we, uh, we recorded with you after the game on Sunday. I think it was our most watched interview and clip on social media of the last, like, two months. Uh, the fans went nuts for you. Mm-hmm. Emotionally for you, you know, 72 hours later, what did it mean to be back out there on Sunday? Um, I mean, it was just fun. Um, things kind of got a little, a, little, a little crazy late, but, I mean, that happens sometimes. We want to avoid it happening, but um, it happens sometimes. Um, just kind of move on past it. But it was definitely good to be back out there with the guys. And um, I was, personally, I know I was rusty, but, I mean, it was we got some stuff to clean up, but we'll get it cleaned up and we'll just – Continue to look, continue to look to keep getting better, and just ultimately just be peaking at the right time. I don't even think it was the fight. I think it was just you being out there. It inspired something, not just in the team, but in the fan base. Can you put that into words? Um, uh, I mean, it's tough for me. I don't know. I think I don't. I mean, I don't really know. I just, just think they like me. I don't know. Um, I don't try to do anything, anything different, anything special. If you know me, and if you've paid attention, I've played the game the same way since I've since I got here and my whole life really. But um, 
I think that that more the way I play the game more than anything is I think kind of what the fans kind of kind of like and um, I love them and and I mean I just, I just I'm appreciative for all the love. So obviously now you turn the page to Tennessee. You gave a pretty inspiring speech the last time this team went up to Nashville. What is it about the Jaguars and the Titans rivalry that gets you fired up? It's just it's just like you said. It's just it's just it's one of them rivalries, man. Um, I mean I think it's self-explanatory. I've been front of back and forth these past few years. It's a fun it's, it's a fun game to be a part of. It's a it's a physical game. We know what they want to do. Um, they know what we want to do. It's just going to be it's going to come down to execution, but we definitely know what type of game it's going to be. No Jeffrey Simmons, but the Tennessee defensive front, how does it compare to some others you've faced this year? Physical front. Um, when you watch the tape, that's the first thing that jumps off the screen about them is they're physical. They want to put hands on you, and they want to be physical. Um, so, you know, we're going, to, we're going to have to be up to that challenge, and um, I trust us to be prepared for it, and I trust us to be, um, to be, to be ready on Sunday. Why did the offensive line have so much success this past Sunday, was in both pass pro and running the ball? Yeah, um, it had nothing to. I don't. I don't even want to talk about it. I think we just. I think we just executed. It's as simple as that. Um, when they call the plays, we know what we know. What we need to get done. It's just a matter of getting it done. Um, and I think it's just as simple as that. Is there like an extra something you guys did, or it just it just everything clicked for no, whatever? I think honestly, uh, well, a huge part was is we just stay committed to the run. I mean, I think it's just understanding it early on. Those those two three yard gains later in the game they turn into seven and eight nine yard gains. So I think it's honestly just committing to the run and just staying committed to it, um, and knowing that the first couple runs may not be nine or ten yard gashes, but you keep calling them and you keep leaning on the you keep leaning on them up front and those short turn those short runs turn into long runs. You've been on both sides of this week 18. I know last year you weren't on the field, but it's a win and in. Yeah. Meanwhile, for the Titans, this is the end of the road. Emotionally, what is that like knowing that other side that exists and knowing that they're not going to take you guys lightly and you're, you can't take them lightly either? No, 100%. I mean, like you mentioned, I've um, been on both sides of, been on kind of both sides of that spectrum. And um, we know, we know there's nothing more they want to do than, than, than to make it tough on us and try to not potentially knock us out of the, uh, knock us out of the playoff race. Um, we know what we need to get done. We know how we need to get it done. And uh, it's just going to come down to execution, plain and simple. Any message for uh, any of the Jaguar fans making the trip up to Nashville? It'll be a fun one. Just trust me, it'll be a fun one. Cam, thanks so much. Thank you all. Please be joined with Jack. All right, so we talked a lot about Cam Robinson being back and just adding that little extra fire, Tommy. And yeah. one word he used several times in that interview is execution. Yeah. And I think that's something that maybe goes under the radar sometimes, but it's important, especially in games like this. We talked about how we haven't seen that full game yet and because a lot of things aren't executed properly, and today you yep. you want to see that. Well, look, I mean, you, it, it, I made a quote, I think, a couple weeks ago out, out there in the uh, whatever you call that X-verse it's called now. But, <laughs> um, you know, look, it, it's, it's something that um, – you know, I, I totally lost my train of thought. Execution. Oh, no, yeah. So I, I put out, I'm like, look, if you executed half the plays that went wrong, you wouldn't be yeah. complaining about the play calling. Mm -hmm. It does come down to execution. Now, look, I don't like the calls all the time. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of, you know, 
bubble screens five times and a half. I'm not into that. On occasion, it just becomes so predictable when that happens. It does. You got to you got to mix it up. But with that being said, if you execute, and that's what coach, that's how they're wired. Yeah. They're like, man, if we execute this, it's a it's a good play. Yeah. Or it's a good blitz. Or it's a good you know series, whatever the may it may be. So Cam's dead on. You got to execute in order to make things happen. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think another thing he kind of mentioned was we we talk a lot about how beat up they are and how they're not a very good team. But he mentioned how f- even without Simmons, how physical their front is. And yep. that's something that the Jacks still have to pay attention to because they've had a lot of moments this year. And yes, aside from I, I'm, I'm probably aside from the Panthers, where there were situations where uh, it just felt like the defense in certain areas was especially up front, and you want to see that pass rush, and we've seen that kind of unravel. But when it comes to the run defense, it was something where in the first half of the season, you felt like nobody could run on the Jags, and then all of a sudden it almost flipped, and especially in that four-game losing streak. So that's something that they have to, um, on both trenches, be able to pay attention to. I always look at yards per carry, Mm -hmm. offense and defense, because that tells a story to me. And we were, like, earlier in the year, we were like 3.6 on defense, Mm -hmm. 3.6, 3.8. We crept up to 4.1. We're back down to four. That's because we just totally shut down Carolina for the most part. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, no, you, you're, you're right. It's got, again, play consistent football. Yeah. Just play sound football. Don't give up the ball. Don't make mistakes. Know what you're doing and go, do it with great effort. So Yeah. Here's a few numbers Rush. because we were talking about that and the rushing defense for both teams. So the Titans have – E.T. is going ham over E.T. here. E.T. drinking sneezes. vodka and sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, all right. A few yeah. numbers before we hit break. Rushing yep. defenses. So the Titans have the 14th or 14th fewest in rushing yards allowed. Um, the Jags, okay. 8th. So yep. the they're pretty similar in a lot of these numbers, actually, which I think a lot of people would be surprised at. But yep. we can mention a lot of these guys are now hurt and not playing today, so sure. that may make a little difference. But the yep. Titans allowed the six fewest yards per carry, which is a number that you said yep. uh, you pay attention to, only 3.8 yards per carry really uh, against the run. Yep. And the Jags have the 10th lowest. They allow four. Uh, Titans have allowed 10 rushing touchdowns, seventh fewest in the league. Uh, okay. the, and the Jags have allowed 13. And so when you look at some of those numbers, you – it's not a bad run defense. Right. Uh, maybe they're beat up a little bit, but also it, I think a lot of that is coaching. We've seen what Vrabel's been able to do with this team and with the roster who a lot of people felt was not a good roster at all. Right. And they, they haven't played very well, but there's been moments this season where you have to give credit to Vrabel and some of those guys still playing. You know, Tennessee typically, I, when I think of their organization, I think of them as a physical organization. Like I think of Baltimore. I just think they're physical. They're going to bring that kind of physicality uh, to the game. I think Vrabel sets the tone for that. So yep. whether it's a backup, it's next man up, right? Yep. Doesn't mean the, the culture changes. Doesn't mean the attitude changes. They're also very good on third down on defense. Yeah. So are we. But uh, their defense, yeah. So And look, uh, Autry. Offensively, though, we've yeah. struggled with that. Oh, third down, especially third and shorts. It's awful. One of the worst. Yeah. It's Which is mind-boggling. Yeah, it's wild. But again, execution. Run. Maybe you're not. And you know straying I mean? away from the run in certain, in certain well, games. Yeah, and don't go in a shock in a third and one. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's go. You got a 6'6 quarterback for crying out loud. But look, uh, Landry and Autry mm-hmm. that they were talking about. Both yep. double. Landry coming off an Achilles. Yep. Autry's a really good player. Autry's you can't let them season. hunt today either. Yeah. You got to take care of them. I think we do. Yeah. I think Cam and I – look, Anton – He's a heck of a pick, in my opinion. I think he's going to only get better throughout his career. I agree, and that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, up next, we are going to talk to Hayes Carlion behind enemy lines as he's up there uh, in Tennessee. That's brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors on 1010XL 92.5 FM.
the famous automotive tire and quick lube kickoff show presented by Clearwater Irrigation and Gatorade Fast Twitch on 1010XL. Now let's go behind enemy lines. Behind enemy lines. Brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors on 1010XL. All right, we are joined by Hayes Carline. Hayes is up there in Nashville also. We've already talked to Mia and Frank. And now continuing on this journey, Hayes, thanks for hopping on with us. Absolutely. Good morning. Thank you, guys. Sounds great. Thank you. Uh, We may or may not, E.T. was saying earlier, have whether it's water or vodka in these water bottles, we're not we're not disclosing. Well, I, I wouldn't disclose it either. You're under no obligation to do so. <laughs> We're protected by something right out there, aren't we? Yeah. All right, Hayes, let's get into this because a big matchup. Steelers win yesterday, and it is now a scenario where the Jags have to win to get into the playoffs. Um, there's been a history of a lot of losing against the Titans, but recently we, that we've seen that change a little bit. 3-0 and against them with Doug Peterson. Is that something that you can feel in this game environment today as you feel just like the tides are turning a little bit in this rivalry? I think so because so many of the core players are, are either young or, or have only been with the Jaguars for a couple of seasons, and so they only know beating Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You know, they, don't, they don't have any of the scar tissue. So I, I don't get a sense that there's any – mystique that the titans have over the team i I understand why jaguar fans would be leery of you know anytime you see the titans but i don't think that permeates into the locker room i i I don't think that you know they feel there's you know any extra challenge in in coming here and and winning a game i i think they feel like they've had a lot of success against the titans and i mean it was 27 nothing in the first meeting until tennessee finally scored and you know, so I, if the Jaguars don't play well today, I don't think it'll have anything to do with a mystique or, or pressing because it's the Titans. I think it'll just be that they unfortunately self-destructed yet again in a in a season where that's that's the storyline. You know, if the Jaguars play clean, they win. I uh, really, it's it's hard to pinpoint a game where you felt like the Jaguars played well and lost. And, and certainly, in a lot of their losses, there's just been you know, self-destruction after self-destruction. So if the Jaguars play clean like they did last week against Carolina, they'll be fine today. Uh, But if they, you know, if they let the moment get to them, I I think the fact of of playing for their lives may, you know, that's always going to be a a challenge that any team's going to have to overcome. But I don't think playing the Titans, I don't think these Jaguars get, get the least bit concerned when they see that logo. That's why I love when my dog Hayes joined. He's going to keep it real, man. Hayes, what's your vibe right now about these these hated Tennessee Titans up there in Nashville? Like, what's your vibe right now? I mean, the vibe around here is that they're getting ready for a really interesting offseason. And it starts <laughs> with, will Mike Vrabel be back? You know, I mean, he's, he's obviously somebody that we thought might be their coach for, you know, 20 years, which is unheard of in the NFL. And, uh, but it seems like there, you know, is a is a rift there between Brable and, and ownership, and so, you know, we'll see. You know, that's definitely something that that you feel here talking to people in Nashville, and, and they're just they're at a, a tough point. They've been one foot in win now and one foot in rebuild, and you just can't do that in the NFL. You've got to when when you realize that your window is closed. And their window closed the year that they were the one seed and got knocked out uh, in their first game. That was it. At that point, they should have stripped it down, 
and uh, and rebuilt, and they could have rebuilt it pretty quick. Now you're doing it with you know guys that no one really wants, uh, and and so instead of getting something for Derrick Henry, now it, you're probably just releasing him this off season, and and he'll have interest, but uh, not to the level of of what it would have been a couple of years ago. And, and so I think they're in a real tough place because they're to me they they've tried to stay competitive for maybe longer than the window would suggest. And because of that, I think they're headed for a longer purgatory than they would have uh, if, if they'd been a little swifter with it. So I think it's uh, I think it's going to be a rough go for Tennessee. I mean, Indianapolis, even though they're not moving on to the tournament, you know, they've got to be excited about Shane Steichen and what they're doing there. And, and obviously Houston is elated with the season that they're having. And so I, I think, and then you see the Jaguars who have found some consistency now. If they win today, they'll have won consecutive division titles. So it's not a not an overwhelmingly awesome division, but I think if you're Tennessee, you look around and you got to be a little concerned about are you going to be able to dig out of the cellar in future years? Hammer, great to talk to you, my man. Um, yeah, I you know too. you're having a good time up there. So. Look, when we look at the Jags' offensive line, they gave up 41 sacks. I think we'd all agree, eh, it just hasn't been that great a year. But the Tennessee Titans have given up 62 sacks, Hammer. So that just tells you how terrible that offensive line. I'm expecting big things out of Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker today. I'm expecting a bunch of sacks, a bunch of harassment. Are we going to see that today from our Jaguar defense? I don't see any any way around it if you're Tennessee. I mean, to me – this this really stood out to me, Tom, and you can speak to this as somebody that obviously played the game and, and was in a locker room and, and things like that and, and a big part of, of locker room. So Ryan Tannehill, after last week's loss to Houston, they lose 26-3 to to the Texans. And again, the, the offensive line is terrible. They give up six sacks. Levis, you know, is it, hurt. Tannehill comes in. So Tannehill is asked after the game, were there instances where the offensive line just isn't giving you guys a chance? And he says, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, you just never see that. Right. I mean, you, you never right. see a veteran quarterback basically say, yeah, these guys suck. Yeah, he's like, I'm getting I've killed out there. Yeah. Back there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I, I just I don't see how you go from that to six days later playing really good offensive football and protecting your quarterback. So. I think it's it's going to be a, a tough go for for Tennessee's offense. I mean, they've look they've averaged 16 points in their last nine games. They're yeah. two and seven in that stretch. So to me, the magic number is 17. If the Jaguars get to 17, I think they have you know 80 percent chance of winning the game. If they get to 24, I think they have a 95 percent chance of winning the game. There's just nothing to yep. to illustrate that Tennessee can go you know seven, eight, nine plays in a row without having some you know, debacle befall them when it comes to their protection. So, yeah, I, I think Josh Allen, Trayvon Walker, I think all hands on deck. I mean, Chason may even get one today. Oh. There you go. Whoa. <laughs> Everybody gets a sack Jeez, today. You get a sack. You get a sack. You get Watch a sack. sack. <laughs> uh, we're uh, behind enemy lines with Hayes Carlion, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors. Hayes, I think that when you look at this Titans team, and we, we've talked a lot about them just – 
not being a good football team in general, but they also have a ton of injuries right now. A lot of guys on IR, and the list they sent us for the injury report this week is mightily long, too, and it finally feels like the the Jags are turning the corner of getting healthy, so that's obviously a positive. But they, they talk about the revenge game, and you can have all of these aspects for the Titans, but at some point I just feel like you have to say you just there's a lack of bodies there, and that that you feel like that will shine today. Yeah, not having Jeffrey Simmons is gigantic for Tennessee. I mean, he's a game wrecker. He's always given the Jaguars problems. He's the perfect player for what the Jaguars don't do well, which is, you know, block it at center and, and at times right guard. So, you know, Simmons would have been a, a real problem for the Jaguars, but he's been on IR now for a, a week or two. And, I, yeah, they just don't have uh, enough guys that I think really frighten you on that side of the ball and you know offensively they've got the great names I mean Henry is you know I think a hall of fame player Hopkins obviously has a great case but those guys are older and and you have to wonder again where's their level of commitment for today I mean they're great players but they're both probably moving on they broke they both probably are looking forward to moving on particularly Hopkins because he's he's not like Henry and of franchise icon here but they're both moving on the last thing you want is to sustain an injury in january that could certainly affect uh how much money you're going to make next season so yeah i mean to me it's it's way more likely to me that the titans lay down today than it is that the titans play the best football they've played all year and stun the jaguars that to me it's it all comes down to can the jaguars play a clean game and that's the concern because they've had many games in which there was mistakes galore. And if they do that today, it's going to come down to the final possession. But if the Jaguars play just a B-level game, they should win this game and, and lock up the division for a second straight year. Hayes, uh, when we win this game this afternoon, the Jacksonville Jaguars will capture their second AFC South division championship. Uh, who needs to set the tone in order to do that? Who needs to go out there and set the tone? I asked Frankie this, and he, he gave me the low-hanging fruit. So, Hayes, I need you to dig in that bag and tell me who needs to set that tone. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously, I love the Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker. I mean, I think, you know, as Tom mentioned, they, they're going to play a big role. But it's it's going to be the ground game. I mean, mm-hmm. I, yep. so the weather isn't awful. Um, You know, it's cold, but it's a, there's a, a little bit of wind, nothing crazy. So, I mean, it's just – it's this is time you run the ball. I mean, it's thirties and, you know, 40 degrees. Let's get out there and get ETN going. And, you know, I, I am, I am curious to see if tank Bigsby can find something now in the final months of the season. Uh, you know, assuming they win today and they go on, I, I'm starting to like what I, what I see out of tank. And, you know, I, there's, there's no reason this has to be a, a completely wasted rookie season for tank Bigsby. There is still time. Starting today, you know, go mm-hmm. make the most of it. He seems like he's starting to find his form, get some confidence up. So, I I think I think obviously it starts with ETN. You know, be devoted to the ground game because uh, regardless whether it's Trevor, CJ, I mean, you're obviously dealing with. Uh, if it's Trevor, you're dealing with a quarterback you really don't want to see take too many hits. And if it's Beathard, then obviously anytime you got your backup, you you want to rely on the ground game. So. I think Travis Etienne has to be huge today. And look, the offensive line played better last week. They're, to your point, they're getting healthy at the right time. You know, go out there and, and hold your own against the Titans front that's missing by far their best player. So mm-hmm. I, they should have confidence that they can get out there today 
and move the ball enough. And again, this isn't a game where the offense should have to score 31 points. I mean, defensively, I think there's a good chance the Jaguars can hold the Titans to single digits. So, so Hayes' prediction is a, a tank and Caleb on day. <laughs> Those boys are in incentives yeah, today. Let's go way deep. Yeah, absolutely. Hammer, you know, you mentioned D-Hop. Um, you can't sleep on that guy either. You know, you can't. You, and I think they're going to be really focused. I'm a little concerned, not concerned, but I just want to see it. Like you said, they've been, they've just been inconsistent, right? Shooting themselves in the foot, not making plays, forgetting what they're doing, being in the wrong spot, whatever the the case may be. But that that's look, these Titans are going to come out fired up. I think initial, but you can put the dagger in them early, and if we do that and go up on them, then I agree with you. Then they're going to be like, all right, man, this season's we're done. Let's just pack our bags if they're not already packed and and move on down the road. Yeah, I think so, Tom. And and this team has done a good job of having that first half surge. And it's been a while since we've seen it because obviously they had the four game losing skid and and they've had injuries. But I, if they can find that today, you know, if they can have that, you know, ten thirteen point, you know, first twenty minutes, you know, somewhere in there, get Tennessee nervous, then yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you just surge and protect on the road, and I think you walk out with the win. So. We'll, we'll know early on how it's going to go. Yeah. The Jaguars have been a team that when they make the first mistake, many more are coming. Mm-hmm. They haven't been able to turn the faucet off once it once it starts. So, uh, you know, I think if, if through the first quarter, if, if the penalties are low and the offense is efficient on third down and you're not seeing drops and, you know, just general miscommunication, then I think you're going to really like what you're seeing for, for the whole game if, if those things are issues early, they're probably going to be issues throughout because for whatever reason, this team cannot self-correct itself in the middle of a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something we've watched a lot this season, Hayes. And when it comes to one, you feel like one one thing happens and then it's one thing after another. I think one positive thing you want to look at when it comes to this Tennessee team too, and I think you mentioned it on the Frangie show a couple times last week, is just Tennessee's lack of takeaways too because they have the second fewest in the league with only 12. They only have four interceptions. So that is a, a big opportunity to not turn the ball over, which we've seen uh, it definitely hinder the Jags in certain areas this season. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to only have 12 takeaways when you're getting ready to play your 17th game, I mean, it speaks to they don't have any playmakers on that side. You know, they made the they traded Bayard at the deadline. Simmons is on IR. And you just look at that side of the ball, and it's like, you know, who do they really have that, that really frightens you? I mean, they, I'm not saying they don't have some good guys over yeah. there, but they don't have elite talent. And, and that's what it takes, you know, to generate those turnovers. You need to make plays above the X's and O's. And Tennessee just doesn't really have that right now. So, again, the, the concern is the Jaguars have, have so many giveaways mm-hmm. this year, and some of which the defense had nothing to do with, with like just the quarterback running down the field and dropping the ball. <laughs> so, I mean, those are the things that you just can't have happen today. Yeah, You know, it, it, if you force Tennessee to make a play, to get a turnover and then it, the, the history tells us this season they're not going to be able to do it so i i do i do think the jaguars will win the turnover battle and uh and and again if if they do that very high probability that today will be a day of celebration for the great fans that are here with this being derrick henry's last game in tennessee like i was telling the guys here i think he's going to get about 30 carries and I think he's going to throw the ball at least two times. I think he's going to throw <laughs> yeah. the ball. So, Hayes, what do you, what do you, like? What's your bold? I won't I won't say it's a bold prediction, but what do you predict 
like a play or something that'll happen today. Yeah, I agree with you. They like to throw it with Henry. Uh, so I mean, he's his career numbers are you know staggering because it's you know the defense always plays you know so far up when he gets the ball as as you would you know have to imagine because if he gets going, you're in trouble. So yeah, I mean, if you're Mike Vrabel, you're going to pull out those stops. I mean, you got to worry about you know, a fake punt, you know, trying to steal a possession, mm-hmm. particularly early on to give his team some belief. So, you know, Doug's talked about that all week. And, you know, I, I, I think the players will be on guard for everything. And, and that, you know, certainly throwing it with Henry is, is when, when Tennessee gets tricky, that's usually what they like to do. So, yeah, you could certainly see that. And, you know, again, it, I'm curious to see if, if Doug tries to match that. You know, the it, it, Doug is aggressive. And, and this is a game where, you know, everybody thinks Tennessee is going to be the the team that's going to have a trick. Well, you know, if you're the Jaguars, maybe you've got a trick uh, up your sleeve as well. So I'm interested to see if Doug pulls it out today. Us too, Hayes. Us too. We are uh, definitely excited in here. Tommy Mack came in the studio yelling as soon as he walked in. So <laughs> <laughs> it was very oh, yeah. early. Um, but thanks for hopping on with us, Hayes. Have fun up there. And again, hope we're hope we're celebrating later. All right. Thank you, guys. Great job. Take care. All right, Hammer. Beauty. All I'll right. tell you what. I, I mean, look, again, we on paper, we should take care of it. But yeah. you, you look at, look, you look at uh, Derrick Henry, yes. D-Hop, mm-hmm. Tajay Spears. He's got some speed. Mm-hmm. You know, the tight end's pretty okay. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, their O-line's not very good. Tannehill's a pro. Yeah. I mean, I think you harass him, he'll have a tough day. But if you don't, yeah. he can make throws Traylon on Burks. defense. Yeah, Trent Burks yeah. as well. And on defense, they got enough guys. They got double-digit sacks. Yeah. Arden Keys right there with six. I mean, we mentioned guys like Autry and Landry and Aziz yeah. Ashier. Yeah, that linebacker is really got, good. Yeah. So you know, yeah, we should take care of it. But they got enough people to hurt you if you let them. And yes, like Hey said, if, if you're making mistakes and already shooting yourself in the foot, it's not going to go well. Yep. Um. So let's just avoid that and look at some positives. Just whoop their ass. Yes. Get, take care of business, man. <laughs> there you go. Simple. All right, next we're going to look at some of the keys to the game uh, brought to you by Instant Keys. We also have an interview with Evan Ingram coming up. That's on the other side on 1010XL 92.5 FM. In game day underway, the famous automotive tire and quick lube kickoff show. Presented by Clearwater Irrigation and Gatorade Fast Twitch on 1010XL. Welcome back in. If you are just joining us, Taylor Dahl here with Tom McManus, E.T., and Casey Dobson. We're filling in as Mia and Hayes are both in Nashville this week. Uh, big game. So we, I guess, uh, boss decided to send both of them because it's a uh, win in your end game for the Jags. Yep. If you have not uh, heard today, it seems like Trevor will be a go. They said they'll see how he feels once he gets to the stadium. It's more of a pain management type of thing. Yep. Uh, not worried about a re-injury, they're saying. It looks like Zay Jones should be good to go. Uh, Christian Kirk, they're not so confident. Um, he's obviously been activated, but it looks like they may hold off this week on that one. Yep. But both Walker Little, Ezra Cleveland are back. Uh, so the lo- offensive line looks healthy. There's a lot of positives going into this game. And so uh, I, th- I think that you have to have a bit of confidence when you are yep. walking in. And I know the team probably does, but I'm yep. just saying as fans, I know you get a little nervous because of uh, you, you're, you lose your out. Right. Uh, there's, I think there's a lot of a lot of reasons to be confident. Listen, in this if game. you can go today, you go. Yeah. I know a lot of people, and you shouldn't play. And listen, you got to win this game. So yeah. all hands on deck. Now, if things are in control, you can start yanking guys out. Yep. Absolutely, no, no doubt about it. But you got to win this game. So for me, if my guys can go, Trevor, Kirk included, 
we're going. Yep. We're going full speed ahead. Let's get some momentum to going into the playoffs and let's win this. And you know Trevor wants to go. Oh, Absolutely. No doubt. He's Tough already kid. he's already shown that that yeah. like if, yeah. if he can, he will go. Yeah. And it like like you said, a game like this, it's a playoff game. So yeah. if you can go, you're gonna go. Yep. And next week, if you can go, you're gonna go. Right. But, uh, we ain't gonna talk about next week yet. We just gotta get past it. And, and you know what? Look, even the people that aren't on the injured report, they got injuries. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're by banged up. O line, sure. especially. Yeah. They're Every, banged every up. but that's everybody, everybody. throughout the NFL. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Yes. Uh, So let's go ahead and jump to this interview. Hayes Carlion had Evan Ingram, which we talked to Frank a little bit earlier, and we talked about him getting snubbed for the Pro Bowl. Evan Ingram having a fantastic year, 104 receptions and 884 yards uh, on the season this year. So it took a while to get that first touchdown, and I think a lot of people were waiting for that. He has three now, uh, but I I think when you're watching Evan Ingram, he's just he seems to be a guy that you are – it's almost like a comfort for Trevor, and it's nice to have that that guy. Absolutely, go-to kind of yeah. guy. I think Marvin Jones Jr. last year was that guy. You know, he was a clutch yeah. kind of catcher, and Ingram's that guy as well. So yep, go, go to him today, Trev. Go uh, to him today. All right, here's Evan Ingram with Hayes Carline. All right, we're pleased to be joined with Jaguars tight end Evan Ingram here on 1010XL 92.5 FM. It's great to see you. Happy New Year. You too, man. Good to see you too. Happy New Year. Lots of things to go through. I haven't seen you in a few weeks. First off, congratulations on the Good Guy Award. Thank you so much for all your help this year. We really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Y'all been awesome. Yeah, it's been fun. And uh, and congratulations on uh, the Pro Bowl alternate. I, I know I'm sure there was a tinge of disappointment you know in it but that's still a great honor and you've had a wonderful year i appreciate it yeah, it's been a great year uh looking forward to finishing it off the right way with a division championship and making a run in the office absolutely evan how's it been so far this week and in, in practice are you happy with the work that you guys have put in yeah man everybody's locked in we know what's at stake uh, we know what we gotta go do uh we're playing against a team that's uh not really playing for anything but sometimes those are the most dangerous ones so they're playing sport they want they're ready to play spoiler uh but i, I like how we've been focused a lot then and our energy going into it obviously getting some pieces back this potentially this week christian how good has it been to see christian kirk out there running around it's, uh, it's a blessing honestly um just you know his recovery going right um on schedule probably ahead of schedule honestly seeing him out there already um just his presence uh his energy and obviously uh you know his, his playmaking ability getting back on the field for us will be huge What's the challenge in terms of timing? Hopefully you'll have Trevor, but obviously he's been, you know, in and out of the lineup. You got CJ who played well against Carolina, but what's the challenge from a, a timing perspective in the passing game, or is there one? Yeah, I mean, we got enough. We got a lot of reps today uh, with him out there, and um, obviously it is important to get a lot of reps throughout the week. But um, I feel like we we all have a great chemistry with Trevor. Um, he's a smart quarterback. He knows when and where to put the ball when, like when he has to. And, uh, knows, you know, we have good indicators on when to let go of the ball for him. So, uh, you know, we have great chemistry uh, with him. And uh, obviously the work is good to be put in all week. Um, but sometimes, you know, like the adversity presents itself. But we can't get every single rep. So just got to trust in each other and uh, we'll cash in. You guys had a real clean game against Carolina. How pleasing was that to see? And are you hopeful that that can, can now continue as you guys play the finale and hopefully uh, in the tournament? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a mu- it's a must that we continue to play that way, uh, protecting the football, running the football. Um, obviously, we could have scored a little bit, a couple more touchdowns in the red zone, uh, but getting points um, is important. So uh, I think it's important. It's definitely important for us to continue that and to build on that and you know make that more consistent and make that our brand of football going into the playoffs and after that we win this game. 
you guys did fun, a phenomenal job in the first meeting against the Titans, had a 27 nothing lead. Uh, what were you guys able to do well in that game that you're hopeful you can translate to the second meeting? Protect the football, ran the football, um, scored touchdowns uh, as offense for sure. The defense did their thing. Um, and, uh, you know, them creating turnovers and, and causing havoc and, us, and giving us short fields to work. Uh, just complimentary football. We played complimentary football really well that day the first time. And, um, obviously, uh, time has passed. You know, we've, we've had some adversity. We've overcome it. And now we got to go continue to do that the second time playing. Though. What challenges do they present defensively? They've had, obviously, some guys in and out of their lineup as well. Uh, you know, they, they play really hard. Um, they're really physical. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, they've been in the system a while, so they're, they're on top of their assignments. Um, and they do a lot of good disguise stuff. They disguise a lot of coverages, um, kind of can throw us off a little bit and uh, can cause some confusion with communication. So um, it's a group that's been together for a while. They got some guys missing, but, uh, it's, you know, they're, they're, they, they run a good system and uh, they're going to be ready to compete. To have 100 catches in a year, I mean, what, what does that mean to you? Did you did, was that a number that was a goal at any point in your career? Or? Uh, honestly, no, I never uh, never gotten that. Honestly, you know, last year was the most catches I've had, and I was around 70-something. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's just me just honestly just committed to my craft, doing my job. Uh, I'm really obsessed with getting better every single day, uh, you know, uh, being the best player I can be for my team um, and uh, and being great. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really – I work to be great. And, you know, those you know, 100 catches, you know, that's what greats – that's what some of the greats do. So um, it's an awesome feeling. Uh, still one game to go. Um, and uh, I, I, I'd like a lot more catches in the playoffs, too, right. for sure. That that means a lot more as well. And what an opportunity Sunday to win a division in Nashville. I, I know it's it's a 60-minute game, but what will that be like if you guys are able to score one more point to, than, to, than the Titans on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, it's been a lot of ups, ups and downs this season. Uh, and for us to you know be on the road, back against the wall, championship on the line um i you know we wouldn't want it any other way and uh, i think it's going to be a great day uh, a great celebration for us um in that locker room and on that playing back to jack so um that's what we're working for that's the motivation uh, to come home with a championship evan ingram thanks so much congratulations and best of luck to you appreciate you Hayes. yep thank you all right all right thanks to hayes for that interview with evan ingram we talked about how we you know, Evan Ingram's season and him being kind of that that security blanket for Trevor at times yeah. this season, it took a while to get that touchdown. We were looking at it as an interview. It was week 12 until he yeah. got that first touchdown, and I think that majorly hurt him when it came to the Pro Bowl vote. Yeah, lack of touchdowns. Yeah. And, hey, man, we love him. Yeah. We love him on our team. But uh, i tell you what, him and Kirk, they're – they're just tr- and Zay, they're the pros. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do the job. What's weird about Ingram, even with all the success today, that him and Trevor off a few times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what was the play? Uh, uh, it was a few weeks ago at home, and it was a hot read because mm-hmm. the blitz was coming, and and Trevor threw it to where he thought Ingram was gonna stay, and yes. Ingram went inside, and Trevor's like, "Didn't you see the check or something yeah. like that?" It was that really was just near strange. the end zone too, right? Uh, no, play? no, that was during the middle in the middle oh, okay. of the field. But okay. it was a, a much needed third down. He was yeah, wide yeah. open, and if they were just on the same page, it would yeah. have been a first down. Even the pick against uh, uh, two weeks ago, we just sailed it. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, Over. Ingram's bending in, and Trevor's throwing it straight down the hat. Who's yeah. at who's, fault? I don't know. I don't know who's at fault. It's interesting to me because there's been a lot of those situations this season, and right. I, you can't quite pinpoint what it is. Like, is it? 
that the connection between Trevor and receiver is it receiver not understanding certain aspects of the playbook coaching comes involved involved yep. in a certain in certain aspects and there's just a lot of question marks and that's why I think a lot of people may have a little bit of hesitation when it comes to being able to win because yep. there have been so many of those moments. One of the yeah. things before we hit break, because one of the things that Evan Ingram said in that interview, because he said, how do you win? What did you guys do in the first contest, uh, the first game against the Titans to be able to win? And man, he, bump the he, Titans, he, man. He just said, <laughs> protect the football, run the football, score touchdowns. I was like, that's yeah. the most obvious thing. <laughs> like, But it, honestly, that's True. what it, it is. Yep. Protect the quarter. Execute. I mean, protect. Yeah, execute. execute. Protect the football. We've seen way too many turnovers. Run the football. We saw the, the lack of run down the stretch this season hurt the Jags in a lot of games. And then scoring touchdowns. Like, that's yep. obviously an important part. Um, yep. I do. I want to get to our keys to the game, but we'll go ahead. We'll hit break, and then we'll jump to our keys to the keys to the game. We'll make some picks, and we'll do some final thoughts on nice. on this uh, final segment for today. So that will be on the other side on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Starting your game day. The famous automotive tire and quick lube kickoff show. Presented by Clearwater Irrigation and Gatorade Fast Twitch on 1010XL. In the heart of the bold city, where the Jaguar's roar shakes the ground, the season's fate hangs in the balance. For every early morning practice, for every ounce of sweat left on the field, for every Jaguar fan that bleeds teal and black, yeah, the time has come to rise. Showing everybody that cut this state ball, this hop, Division. We fought through adversity. It's, it's gritty, not pretty. It doesn't have We triumphed in the face of doubt. Christian Kirk for the goal line. Touchdown, Jacksonville. And now, with destiny within reach, it's time to claim what's ours. Jackson scrambling. He's getting a hit. They're going to sack it. A single fight remains, but the battle ain't over. We start for this today. We have to have this one. You know? Also, have to get this motherfucking talk. You know? If you need me right here talking to you today, you don't know what this matchup is. It's our time to show the world. Talk to him, do we? All I have to say is it's still the Jags, baby. Let's freaking go. Let's blow this up, man. Let's blow this up, man. Look, I <laughs> oh, come on, somebody. Yeah. Duval. Let's go. go. Right. Woo, ET, that fired me up. Let's go. Yes, I, know, I know people listen to Are you. these walls drywall? Because I can still go it's through <laughs> As long as I don't hit Just a stud, I'm okay. okay. I, you know what I mean? Get this, me in between. This, I'll go right through that son of a yeah. bitch. I think these you ones watch. might be like cinder blocks, so I'm not sure <laughs> we should might do hurt. that. That might hurt me more than the wall. Yeah, man. It's a great day to be alive. I mean, look, you, you control your destiny. Yep. yep. Who doesn't want that in life, man? Yep. You get to control where you go and how it goes from here. So go up. It's funny. Like, it's deja vu, but up there. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Exactly, it's kind of yeah. wild how it's come down uh-huh. to this again. It's really wild. Like last year. A right? little a little opposite because obviously the Jags were on that, like, yeah. winning streak last right. season of, like, you felt like you Felt like you had to win. There was yep. no way. And this this week, I think that a lot of people are still pretty confident, but there is that in the back of the head of like, man, they were just recently on a four-game losing streak. Yep. And then, yes, you beat the Panthers, but the Panthers are 
the worst yep. team in the NFL right now. So I, I think that – but when we're looking at this, it's a it's a Jags team that has all of the pieces. And you said that a lot of times today, Tommy, that they have everything. They have talent. They have a quarterback. You have Travis Etienne, who's one of the best backs in the league. You have a defense who's been able to get turnover after turnover – or takeaway after takeaway. Um, you just have to put it all together. Yep. And that's what today comes down to. They have en- – I've, I've said this all year. They have enough talent to be contenders. However – they don't have enough talent to not play a good football game and still win. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Like, you got it. Like, I mean, look, not yeah. a lot of teams do. Yeah. They, they don't. Some do. You know, they make a mistake. It's not a big deal. Like Hayes was saying, they've never been able to turn off the faucet when things go south early in the game. So, hopefully that change. Look, I believe in Doug Peterson still. I do. I, I do. This year's been up and down. It's been kind of weird for me from that standpoint. But I believe in him. He'll have them ready. And you know what? If not. We'll just hammer them next week, all week long. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Radio we'll still goes here. on. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, shout out to the Jacksonville Jaguars for allowing me to uh, to, to narrate the uh, the hype video this season because Leon he really brought it last year. So I had to I had to get my Tommy Mac on. So shout out to Jacksonville nice Jaguars. Nice job, buddy. And then shout out to the football gods who looked out for us this year because again we find ourselves in this position, like y'all said, last game of the season. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is for all, as they say, for all the marbles. Yeah. We're going to end, we get to do it in y'all's house. Yep. Let's go, man. Let's go take the cookies, yep. man. This is my ball, punk. That's Speaking right. of taking those cookies, how do we do it? Uh, let's get to the keys to the game. Now, the keys to the game. Brought to you by Instant Keys, fast, professional, honest locksmith service. All right. I'm going to go with uh, probably an obvious one, but I'm going to say two things, and it's going to say stick with the run and stop the run. I think we mentioned a lot of times during the show today how important the trenches are even in a passing league. But you want to see Trevor be able to do some things today. We talked about quarterback runs. You want to see some deep passes from them because you want to. You just want to feel like it's there. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, we saw what happened last week when you were playing against a team that isn't so good. Being able to consistently run the ball and uh, put, get yourself in good f- field position in certain areas when that comes with stopping the run because Derrick Henry is probably the main person that you're looking at when you're looking at the Titans. And that offensive line on the Titans, not very good. So being able to up front, being able to stop them, and on the other side of the ball, being able to be consistent and running and opening up other opportunities for the offense, being able to run the ball, I think is just going to be super important today. Man, hockey puck the fightings. <laughs> All right. All right. Listen, we know what they want to do. They want to give Derrick Henry the ball. So let's contain him. We've seen this for years. We know what's going to happen. And, yes, Derrick Henry has dominated us over the years. But nah, not today. Go in that game, punch the king in his mouth at, twice, like Tommy, twice. Not, like Tommy Matt right. said, twice, and get man. this thing rolling, man. Let's not let him have a, a great home go. No, no, let's, let's set the tone early by punching him in the mouth twice yeah. and keep it moving. Yeah, I look, I think more than X's and O's, it's the attitude, Yeah, you know. And I'll use a couple movie quotes if I will, Let's right? Because the season's gone this kind of way. Yeah. Like, go go to Rocky when he says, hey, it ain't hard you, how hard you can hit. It's how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. And number two, you remember the movie The Fighter? Yeah. When Christian Bale's talking to Mark Wahlberg before that last round, he's like, you take all that beep, all that stuff we've been through, and you put it into this round and go show them what you're made of. That's what the Jag attitude, baby. Yeah. It starts with the attitude that, man, forget what's happened throughout the year we got momentum let's kick the crap out of the titans and take this thing home to our great fans in the city 
I like it. Casey Dobson, you have some keys to the game? Uh, yeah, of course I do. Um, I want to see ETN blow the roof off. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see. I want to see that running game. I mean, last night we seen it. All Troy Aikman and Joe Buck kept talking about was, you know, Taylor, Taylor, Taylor. Not to say you, Taylor. No. but They were yeah. talking about me last night? <laughs> yeah, they, they were. Wow. They were. All right. They, they knew that you were on today. No, they kept talking about Jonathan Taylor, and they kept saying, look, get that running game going. And what did we see that second half? They came out. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor did his thing, and I want ETN to do his thing today. And I also want Foyer Aluakon to do his thing today. So let's go, Foyer. Let's go, Foyer. Yes, um, I, I mean, I think that when we look at this as a whole, the the keys to the game are pretty obvious for the Jaguars. Now it's like the word we've used many times, execution. Yep. E- executing it, also limiting those mistakes because in games that they make mistakes, it just seems like what Hayes said, it, it starts to unravel pretty quickly. And I, I think an important thing, too, today is that fast start because that's what happened the first time with the Titans. Yep. That first yep. game with the Titans, they were up quick, multiple touchdowns. It's hard to – and then at that point, you also get to relax a little bit in the second half, not saying you just play back up and not play football, but you get to not have to feel like you have to throw the ball and get make these big – explosive plays constantly you can run the ball be consistent get down the field and just limit those mistakes and I think that's going to be an important thing today too because that's really what made that first game against Tennessee stand out yeah no doubt so when we're when we go through this ET today Mm -hmm. we got to make our picks okay yeah so I think we've mentioned it a little bit of what we're feeling today but if you were making a prediction a score prediction for today Uh Jags Titans where you, what you, what are you saying? I'm going Jags, twenty-eight, ten. I'm pretty close. I don't think the Titans are going to score more than ten. I don't. I got them yeah. thirty-one to ten. 31 I just 10. think it clicks. Yeah. I don't know. I got yeah. a feeling that it's going to click. And guess what? It better. And are you are you <laughs> expecting it to be a fast start? Like, are you expecting them to come out and score pretty quickly? Or are you expecting that more to be a, a second half type of? Yeah, I think second half. Away? I look. I think the Titans are going to come out fired up. Yeah, and you know they're they like I said, you they got enough players if you let them that they they can hurt you. Yeah. So you got to be on your game. But I I think we'll be fine in the first half. They're not going to go up on us. But it might be seven 13, nothing, 10, three to like three, ten to seven, ten to three. Something like that. But then I think in the second half, we take care of business. Casey, what about you? Woo. I, yeah, 21-17. I think that we're we're going to have a slow start. And then something's going to happen. And we're going to come out in that second half. We're going to be fired up. We're going to be ready to go. And we're going to pull the victory out, 21-17. I just want safety. I want health. Mm-hmm. I want ETN. I want Foyer. Man, Foyer, do me a favor, man. Just pick one off and return it. Okay, yeah. I've been saying that yeah. all Best season long. Just pick down, one right? off and yeah, return man. it, man. And and that, to me, will be the tone setter right when he does that. So let's go. Yes, I, I think that, that something like that is going to be what really turns it. I agree. I think it's going to be a little bit of a slower start. Um, I, I see the Jags starting to pull away closer to half. And then yep. after half, it's just a, a different game. And yep. that's what I'm feeling. Obviously, I have more of like a 27-10 because I do think more of what you were saying, Tommy. I feel like maybe at half it's 10-7, 10-3, something like that. And you see it maybe a late touchdown by the Titans later to close it up a little bit. But it's hard to imagine this this offense being able – the Titans offense being able to score uh, many points today with the the lack of – the lack of offensive line. And I think that's the main thing we're standing out. One thing we didn't talk about that I want to – we have a couple minutes left – 
that it does hurt is Jamal Agnew. And yeah. that's one thing I just thought about Shame. because when we're talking about returning, there's just so many plays that I think Jamal Agnew can make, obviously, in the return game. But also when you mix him in to the offense, it, it right. adds a little creativity there, and you lose that. This well, week. they started using him the right way. Like, you know, in the in earlier in the year, he'd line up like in that inside slot. You knew it was coming. Yeah. And then they run him out in routes and get him out down the field and he's making big plays. It's a it's a shame. And obviously the return game is huge because yeah. special teams are always huge. Shout out to the cuz. You better make all your kicks <laughs> today, buddy. Come on. I don't have a kicker in my family, but you're kind of a cuz on a, you know out there. So make the kicks. And Jacksonville, I'll be out at Top Dog Tavern out or Old St. Augustine Road. Oh, nice. Sweet 417 watching the game, throwing a little watch party, man. Come check me out and root on our Jags as we capture this AFC South Division. Let's go, guys. Yeah. This was fun. Uh, Taylor Dahl, Tom McManus, E.T., Casey job, Dobson. Great job, Great job. Great job. Great job. fire us up. Looking for a dub later, guys. All I can say is I told you. Jury at the bank now in the vault. You should have never doubted me. I'm going to work to my last breath. I'ma hustle to my last bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now you should've never doubted me.